When you hear Holy Spirit share something with you, is it okay to test what he just said? Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 19. Now, before I get to the answer of that question, I want to bring something back up because previously I mentioned that I was in my car and I was giving a ride to some people because I was driving with Lyft and all of a sudden I was getting all these lustful desires approaching me and kind of just coming on me like this weird dirtiness that is smoke, this mist, this thing that was just kind of falling on me and it was causing me to think along with it. Well, when I dropped off my passengers, I anchored and all the lustful thoughts went completely away and I was standing there in complete victory. Now I began to begin thinking, how do I explain to people what anchoring is with a definition of it? How would I define it? And I've been working on God with that, asking him different things. And I feel like I have, I'm almost there. And this is what I have so far. The definition of anchoring that I have so far is bringing the entirety of a past tense transformation or victory into the present moment, allowing you to re-experience it now. I have a feeling that's going to be changing a little bit or editing, but that's what I have right now. It's bringing an experience you had previously into the present moment. Now, I hope you keep in mind the anchoring in the moment I'm talking about it right now is being used for victory. But people can use anchoring to bring up past transformation or experiences that are terrible. It works both ways. It's something that's going to happen no matter what. We sometimes do this instinctively. But as Dan McCollum would say, you need to move from instinctively to intentionally. And you need to stop instinctively doing it with negative things and intentionally do it with positive things. Now, this is so fascinating because I kept pressing into the anchoring that allowed me such an amazing victory. And if you don't, if you aren't aware of what I'm talking about, go back on my previous podcast, episode 18, and listen to the victory. Because the very first podcast that I did for this show, I talked about my failure, how I completely failed to separate myself from lust, and I entertained some really bad thoughts about a girl I was sitting right next to. And it's fascinating because I kept thinking about that moment and I realized the anchor that I now have complete victory in and I actually pull on because I saw a friend of mine as a son of God and now all I have to do is visualize him as a son of God and I can live in victory. It actually allows me to see women as daughters of God. Because a big piece of what Holy Spirit was telling me in the beginning was I'm trying to view women as daughters of God, but how do I view men? I was viewing them wrongly as well. So he said, start with men because it's a protected place. You won't fall in lust if you fail seeing a man as a son of God. You can if you do, are around women. And that's expanded more to me being able to see women as daughters of God. 
It's something I've been practicing the last couple of months. But here's what's amazing. The same memory I have of failing, of hitting the wall and giving up, the same memory I have of giving into the lustful thoughts is from the same memory that I have an anchor from. That's the same time when I was hanging out with them, a group of friends, and there was a girl right next to me and I started entertaining these thoughts. That's the same memory that I was able to see a friend as a son of God. And now I'm able to view him and then I was able to expand it to another person that was sitting right next to him and see him as a son of God. So the anchoring experience got stronger. Because I remember I was sitting in my car the other day and when I anchored, the lustful thoughts completely disappeared and it was as if I was at like three bars. If I, if I had a four bar like charging system and if like everyone had four bars above their head saying how good they are and uh, the sh like their energy or just their uh, spirituality or whatever it is. I was at one bar when the lustful thoughts were getting at me. Then I anchored and I got up to three bars and then I was able to bring up my other friend brought me to four, a fully charged person. When you're fully charged, you don't give in to lustful thoughts. You do when you're at like one bar. And I've mentioned this before that I was experiencing lustful desires when I was tired and hungry and all these different things. But here's the amazing part. I hope you're getting this from this. The very first podcast I did, I talked about how I failed in that group meeting. And then a couple episodes later, I talked about how I gained victory from that same meeting that I failed in. And that same memory is what I pull on constantly to have victory. I hope you're catching this. God redeemed a memory where I failed and shifted it to a place of victory. A place where I felt shame because I failed. I gave up. I hit a wall and I did not successfully see anyone as son of God in that moment, but he gave me another shot. He gave me another shot down the road and helped me redeem that memory. That's amazing. Think about that. The same place I had failure. God's like, no, I'm even going to redeem the memory. The memory that you remember as failing I'm going to bring that as a place of victory and not only once, but it's going to be a place that you continuously go to for victory. Wow. That's when I realized that there's a moment that you just feel so loved. Have you ever received a gift from someone, someone you care about and the gift, like you didn't ask for it. But they got you a gift that was so made for you. It represented that they listen to you. They pay attention to you. They've learned who you are and what you like. And it was a gift that you weren't expecting, but it meant so much to you. And it just twisted your insides in a good way. That's what it felt when I realized that Holy Spirit had redeemed a moment where I had failed. He's so good. He is so good. Now, 
it's interesting because there's these amazing moments that we have with Holy Spirit. He's such a redeeming person. But what do we do when we hear something that he says? How should we respond? Should we test it? My answer to that? Yes. A resounding yes. And this is something I've learned from experience, but it's also scripture. 1 John 4.1 says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. And that's coming out of the New Living Translation. So yes, you need to test what you hear him say. Now, is everything need to be tested? No, there's going to be clearly things that you don't need to test because of just the flow of conversation. You're going to know the answer immediately in your head, either from experience of being in Scripture all the time. That's why we need to be listening or reading the Word daily so that way we can bring it up in our mind. I mean, essentially, we're testing it, but it's going to become so instinctively because it's something that we've ingrained in our everyday life that it won't seem as if we're testing it. It's just going to be like, oh, yeah, that matches Scripture. Got it. I sometimes, if I'm getting some stuff that may be on the edge or I'm just not sure about, I ask him who Jesus is. Because scripture says in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, that no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That's coming out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible. I like reading that on multiple translations. So, an example of recently when I tested him was simply, do you remember a podcast or two ago? I had mentioned the daily communication of, with Holy Spirit. And as I was shaving, he said, hey, if you actually rinse that over with some alcohol, it'll clean the blade and actually preserve it and be healthier for your skin. So what did I do? I tested it. I went online and I looked it up. I said, I, I put in simple things like how to clean your razor blade. Alcohol, 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 alcohol. All these different things like rubbing alcohol, all these different things. They all confirmed it. This is something that I did not know, but I did mention previously that it could have been something that I had seen a while ago and Holy Spirit was bringing it up. There's, we have collected so much information in our brain that it's not always easily accessible, but Holy Spirit has access to it all. I mean, he has access to every bit of knowledge ever. And so he brings it up sometimes. But I tested it. I didn't just say, cool, cool, cool. I went in online. I'm like, oh, let's check this out. You got to test it. So I would recommend that for you. What are you hearing right now that you should be tested? 
That's a great way to help you develop your ability to hear his voice is by asking Holy Spirit questions that can be verified. Things that can be verified that you can test. I did this for a period of time where I would have a card with me, like a flash card, and I would ask Holy Spirit questions throughout the day. And I began to just make tally marks every time he shared something with me that I could verify was accurate. And you know what was fascinating? There was a common theme when I missed it. When I didn't hear correctly, there was a common theme. And I was able to adjust. So test what you're hearing. It helps you develop your ability to hear him. Now, I also kind of want to go over. Recently, I was at a block. I had been seeking answers. And this is kind of what I'm getting because let me fill you in on something that I'm working on right now. I'm developing a Holy Spirit course. A program where people can, a video course that people can go through to develop their senses on a more heightened level. It's more than I can give through my podcast. Deeper levels of just teaching. And it's going to be called Holy, the Holy Spirit Warriors Challenge. And it's fascinating because I was at church and worship music was going on. And when you're in those environments and you're around people that are pursuing him, it's a lot easier to hear his voice. And it was at this time where he's just giving me information. He's just speaking to me. And he said, I want you to call it this. This is what's going to be about. Here's some content that we're going to be going over. But what he didn't do is give me the information to what a Holy Spirit warrior was. I'm like, Holy Spirit warrior, okay. Uh, does that mean it's like a boot camp? Is that is it a challenge? What, it, what does that mean? Like, what does a Holy Spirit warrior consist of? And he's like, don't worry about that right now. We'll go over that another time. And I'm like, oh, okay. A couple days later, I'm back at church. And it's funny because I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm working on. I'm developing this thing. And he's like, well, what's a Holy Spirit warrior? I'm like, you know, I don't know, but I'm hoping to go into church right now and get that answer. I want you to catch this. I didn't have an answer to something, but I wanted it. So I went into worship specifically to find the answer to this question. I came to him with intentionality, presenting something to him that I needed results from. I've said this many times, pursuing Holy Spirit is intentional. There's been many times where he says, you don't need to come to me with something, with questions, with needs. You can just come to me and I'll speak. And so, but this time I'm, I'm coming to him because I'm like, I need the answer to this. You gave me this and I, I like the answer. So I went to him intentionally seeking this. And... As I went in there, it did not take long. Moments. I went to Holy Spirit. Worship began going. I'm like, Holy Spirit, what is a Holy Spirit warrior? And what he told me shook me. 
He said, Shame, a Holy Spirit warrior is someone whose spirit is readily available at any moment for whatever is needed. Whoa. Whoa. A Holy Spirit warrior is someone whose spirit is readily available at any moment for whatever is needed. Whoa. Guess what I did after I heard that? Well, I jumped up and down and I was really excited. But outside of that, <laughs> I went to scripture. Where can I find this in scripture? And it's interesting because it came out of the mouth of Jesus in Matthew 24, 44. You must be ready all the time. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. But you must be ready all the time. What's a Holy Spirit warrior? Someone whose spirit is readily available at any moment for whatever is needed. Jesus was a Holy Spirit warrior. So the whole essence is I had a need and I did go to Holy Spirit. You don't always have to go to him with a need. He said it multiple times. You don't need a need, a question, a motive for coming to me. Just come and I'll speak to you. But fortunately, he's there when we do need him. He's always there for us. He will not forsake you. He will not leave you. He will not abandon you. One of the core reasons I've followed him so much is because he does not abandon us. I had to work through so many abandonment issues with him. So many. I had so many abandonment issues. But through him, I was able to get them healed. But even during the times where I had so much abandonment issues, he never left me. And he won't with you either. He won't leave you. He is there for you. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. And I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Until next time.